Hi, everybody. Hello, and friends and listeners of all kinds of all kinds. This is Ashley. And this is about a dog. I think we're doing, this is one of the, the raw tidbit, I think you said. Yeah, it's a raw, yeah, yeah, yeah raw tidbit sort of thing. Ironically, on a raw night. Yeah. Um, um, business stuff. Yes, this is the new business. We're still waiting on Raven to see yeah. if the book, so we'll see. Um, you keep saying she smells like a whore. She does smell like a whore. <laughs> How do you know whore smells like? What frame of frame of ref you have? Okay, she, have you come across a lot of whores in your life? <laughs> in your 30 some odd years of life? She smells like a dirty, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to redirect to my original question. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want to know how you can come to know what a dirty coochie smells like. Although you've been to dog shows, so I think you probably know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I solved my. I I solved my own equation without being indecent. Yeah. No, Even I, more indecent than I had already been by saying that Raven smells like a dirty coochie. Yeah. Yeah. Or or dirty coochie. Um. Other new business. Uh, I have a bum foot. Yeah, I had the pleasure of helping Ashley in the bath today. That was fun. Yeah. So. It's not really a bonding, a bonding experience until you help your partner do that sort of thing, honestly. Yeah. That, so, that, that shows how deep the commitment is right there, in my opinion. So every year we go and do wine tasting with my mom. Oh, I was going to say, every year we, we do the mutual bathing thing? No, uh, no, 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 no. no. Give it a backstory. It's going to be a once a year thing. <laughs> I'm giving the backstory on how right, it right, happened. Right, right. Go ahead, go ahead. Every year, your mom's birthday wine tasting, go. Yes, we do wine tasting. So this year, we went to Gorgeous Vineyard, and we brought Deku. And I was like, and I was like, let's get some fancy dancing photos of Deku. We had already had a little bit of the wine tasting. We had it on our stomachs. Specify, we would refer to Ashley, myself... And and our good Sam. friend, friend of, friend of the pod, Sam. Sam. Um, I had none at this point, but we'll get to that in a minute. So so, I saunter on off because this place also had a wedding going on, and we needed to move to get to the right to the right photo spot. Wedding started and all did and all. So we get over there. Well, we're heading over there, and I roll my ankle. Well. well what does that mean when you say you roll your ankle? So what there, there's like an uneven thing of gravel, and my ankle just went went out. It kind of just twisted underneath me. Okay, Ashley's doing this hand motion where um, her right arm is kind of like as if turning the key. Yeah. In in the door. And, yeah, turning a knob. Yeah. But your ankle shouldn't do that. No. Your foot shouldn't do that. That's what my my foot slash ankle did. Yeah, turn the key and you know. Made all kinds of trouble for us. So I was born with bilateral club feet. I'm very much attuned to my feet and know when shit's not right. Mm. I had wine in me, so I really didn't fucking care. <laughs> I well, I cared, and I knew that I that I had done. Well, doesn't it like tend to dull the pain in those areas? Oh in the yeah, first place? yeah. Like because I, I still remember the next day. I said, "Ooh, that's not good." Gripping tight of the bed. I remember that. Well. It was actually two days after that. Okay. It was a Monday. It was Monday. Yeah, you're right. So, so I'm over there. You know, I was just like, oh, I'll feel it tomorrow. I didn't feel it the next day. No, you didn't. Because we went to a, 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 a... And I will admit, after the said family event, I had an edible. And I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. 
which could have also continued to continue to dull. Right. Which I would like to also note that I had none. You had had some wine. We were back. We were backtracked. Yeah, but you didn't have any of the edible. No, I didn't eat the edible. No, no, no. We live in Virginia. It's legal. Yeah. So don't have us. Um. We have some decent connections, in which case, yeah. Cool. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> um. Decent legal. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you for clarifying. But no, I have. Uh, since you're putting that out there, um, um these years, wine, wine tastes. I'm usually the designated driver because I have. A natural revulsion to most alcohol. They will just outright reject it to the point where I make this awful face and my entire body will react. Yep. And for the first time, I sampled the um, flights, most of the flights. I'm not going to let Sam go. <laughs> she, she did finish one off without me trying it, so... Yeah. Now, now it's on the podcast forever, so I can always play that back. So, anyway... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look back, Sam never let me forget the fact that I went and saw the first Thor film without her. So, yeah, this is my payback. Um, getting to the point, though, um, I tried the majority of the flights and loathed each one. Uh, Peach even more so because Peach and I don't get along anyway. Yet, yet, and Mario can continue to save her, but I digress. I spat that shit out after gargling the cheer one. You spit it out in a bush. I probably embarrassed the shit out of everybody else, but you guys were too laughing to really give a shit. Yeah. I thought that was funny. So, Rolled My Ankle got a gorgeous photo of Deku in the process. You know, Re- you know. Refeach uh, wine and spat it out in, in a uh, wonderful spray of red cheer wine. <laughs> so, so, Monday morning rolls around and I'm like, ow, that's not a good pain. Like, I mean, with me with club feet, my feet hurt, hurt all the time. I get weird pains and pains and I'm oh, it's just my feet being my feet. Whatever. Yeah, it's just another day for you. Yeah. This was a different one. <laughs> and I've been taught since I was very young, young what different pains, you know, when to say, okay, something's not right. So so we went to... Uh, uh, originally you went to your primary care physician. Yeah. Well, well, I went to my car. He fixed me uh, up. Yes. Yeah. And then I went to my primary care. Primary care thought that there was something there. They didn't have the precise equipment to do that, so they sent you to the much reviled ortho on call. Yep, ortho on call. They're god awful. Full. And we don't like them. We loathe them. Yeah. Because every time there has been a horrible experience, and we've let them know this. This. Yeah. By me, we. I mean Ashley. Well, and. Their messaging is you will see an orthopedic specialist at any time instead of having to wait for an appointment. I have never seen an orthopedic physician specialist with an MD behind their name and they buy a doctor. Question, when you went most recently, did you actually meet with an orthopedic specialist or somebody of a different type of specialty? I met with a physician assistant. And she rests her case now. So I've never seen an orthopedic specialist at ortho on call. You've already made the grievance, and I tried to say grievance, and I came up grievance. Mm -hmm. You've already made the gripe and grievance with ortho on call. No need to continue on, but just... Letting the world know what's been going on. Yeah, and so went to my regular foot doctor because they couldn't see me in until like a few days later. Later, so went and saw them, and apparently I have torn slash strained 
there's a there's a tendon that goes on the, there's two tendons that support the outside of your ankle called mm-hmm. the perineal tendons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've strained slash torn one of them. It wasn't a full it wasn't a full run, mm-hmm. and it's on a full tear. So yeah, um, I'm hopeful that I'll be able to show Deku in about a week, yeah. or j- just under a week. Yeah. But until then, I am I am in a soft boot. All of that. I, Hence, I had to help bathe her. Yeah, that is why he had to help bathe me because I can't get the soft cast wet. Have we mentioned on the podcast or no? Uh, I think we have. Um, another news: we've been fostering three kittens. Yeah, um, we them after the the uh, whole show on Disney Plus, Loki. Uh, two males and a female. It was a slam dog. It was easy. Mobius, Loki, and Sylvie. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, because of Ashley's incapacity, um, I had the privilege of attending an adoption event with the Littles, or as we call time variants. Watch the show and you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mobius is off the market. He went with a lovely young lady who's mm-hmm. a, a nurse. And... Um, He's going to have a home with another kitty. So yeah. yeah, he's off on his new adventure. Two down, one to go. No, no, no. One down, two to go. It's yeah, right yeah, one down, two to go. Yeah. Uh, Loki and Sylvie are still available through Goochland yeah. Community Cats, if, you know. And there's Deku. There's Deku squeaking in the background. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all the new business, all that stuff. Old business, new business. Yeah, that jazz. So we're just kind of spitballing uh, um, on a um, broad tidbit. So what's the topic of discussion for today? Um, or for this episode? Let me let me not pick a time of day. Yeah. Generic. So the past the, the past few broad tidbits we've been talking about various different dog sports and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. So we're gonna talk about a subset subset of what's called the companion sports, and specifically specifically group in rally and obedience. Why? Because most people do. Is the thing that you had where where like several cones throughout the yard, and we kept trying to get that plastic piece of paper to like yes. stay still, and it wouldn't fucking move, and it became became infuriating. Yes. So, rally and obedience—they are two two separate sports where you can earn titles. You can earn titles in AKC and UKC in the states, and I'm sure you can earn them like around the world. Mm-hmm. Um. Obedience is basically the grandfather of all other dog, other dog sports, with the exception of confirmation. Confirmation. Any other dog sport can probably trace their lineage back to obedience, or, or formation, or anything that a dog was bred to do. Those are the three main, like, kind of grandfathers, um, where. Obedience focuses just on what it says. An obedient dog. Basically doing what you tell it to do. On steroids. Oh, shit. Like, I think only the first couple of titles are on lead. Everything else is off lead, which is why I haven't done any of that. Because having Hamilton's means that um, off lead with no food... Means that they will give you the middle finger, tell you to go fuck off, and be like, "I'm gonna go find something cool." Yeah, they will basically leave. Long story They'll do something else completely. Like they, they love us. Oh yeah, and it's not anything personal. It's just what they do. That's just holding their focus in an obese sort of setting. Just really isn't something that's gonna like 
like just hold them. It's it's not motivating enough. No. Like they w- they would rather be doing something mm-hmm. instead of instead of what can I do for you? Yeah. Yeah. Totally different mindset. And that's also why I'm kind of not as knowledgeable about obedience. I've seen it. Um, some of these exercises are insane and props to all the trainer trainers that do that mm-hmm. with their dogs. Um, like, a, like a lot of them, like a downstay for like two minutes where you're not in the room. Mm-hmm. You walk walk away and leave them with other dogs off lead in the ring together for two minutes. No, no. the moment you turn back is when a handle team goes. Hey, I'm out, bitches. <laughs> hey, what are you guys up to? And <laughs> run to the other dogs. There is, I'm sure, sure there are educated people who want to take it among themselves to upon themselves. Uh, yeah, upon themselves or whatever to. Try and get an obedience title on a Hamilton. More power to you. I mean, I'm sure there is a way. There is a way, done. and I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably a Hamilton out there that could do it. Mm. Would I recommend them for like higher level stuff? Hell no. Um, like if you hear the phrase "och" O T C H, mm-hmm. that is an obedience champion. So these are some of the most most obedient dogs on the planet, and they also have like an off lead heel mm-hmm. that's ridiculous, and they're kind of just looking up at their owner, stuck to them like glue. That's a strong bond right there. It's a very, very strong bond, strong training, and and very strong discipline on the dog, mm-hmm. and it's to see, obe- see obedience wonderful. Um. I know of some people that have gotten obedience titles on non-traditional obedience dogs. Right, right. And huge props to them. And when I mean non-traditional obe- obedience dogs, I mean not a golden, golden, not not a German Shepherd, not a Malinois, not a Poodle, um, Border Collie, Australian Shepherd, or maybe even, and maybe even a Sheltie. Those are your typical typical breeds that you see competing in obedience. Why? Yeah. Because they tend to get the more focus focus of you know they you know they, they a lot of pleasure from their people mm-hmm. from that focus and that bond and they have a mentality of what can I do for you today? Okay, how can I do to hang out with you today? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how their brain works. But that's not to say that you can't, can't get an obedience title on a bulldog. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny. And I'm sure it's happened. And, and yeah, it can be done. Yeah. Um, I know someone that actually got a CD, which is a companion dog title, mm-hmm. on a greyhound. Wow. Which, holy bejesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, sighthounds are aloof as hell. Just kind of look through you nine times out of ten. <laughs> so, it, it, it can be done. I'm going to give you like a brief, very, very, very brief overview on how obedience works. Um, so, so there are, um, there are a few different classes that they can go into. And one of them is novice. One of them is, 
uh, intermediate and the other one is utility. Utility is the highest level, highest level. And in order to get a qualifying score, which is what you need to advance into the title progression and all of that, that right. you have to have 50% more, 50% or more points for each exercise with a with a total of at least 170 70 points. Mm. A perfect score in any class is 200 points. And titles go B, which is beginner novice, GN, graduate novice, GO, GO. Oh, actually, sorry, the class is, is not internet, it's open. Um, GO, graduate open, CD, key, companion dog, CDX, companion dog, excellent. Now, there are preferred classes what preferred means means are your veteran dogs mm-hmm. so you can get a you can get a d which is preferred companion dog mm-hmm. pcdx which is preferred companion dog excellent then you can get utility dog which is ud or you can get a putd preferred utility dog mm-hmm. you can udx utility dog excellent mm-hmm. or a pudx preferred util- utility dog excellent about you, but during the weekend, I prefer VD and GN. You know what that means, right? Tell them. <laughs> it's from Star Trek. My family got a, a, a technical manual for the Enterprise D from the next generation. There's apparently something in there that uh, certain items in Star Trek are, are, are given the designation DNGN, and after all the alphabet soup we got with all those titles and everything like that, I thought it'd be fun to throw that in there. DNGN does nothing, goes nowhere. <laughs> So then, after you know the utility dog excellent titles, you have you can do a ver- versatility title. Then you can have obedience master. Then you then you can obedience grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Then you can have so obedience master is O M, obedience grandmaster is master is O M. Then you have Och O T C H obedience trial champion. Then you can have preferred obedience champion, which is a, which is a PO, not a person of color. Person of color. Oh yeah, immediately thought of Jackie on that one. And then NOC is National Obedience Champ- Champion. The official, not to be called the non-official cover operative, or not, or not from the. So those are all the titles that you can earn for obedience. Now, now. In terms of popularity, though, obedience popularity has been waning because of rally, rally, fast cat, dock diving, agility. The pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic didn't help. But the AKC has not decided to allow vir- virtual titles for obedience. Weren't they doing something? I'm getting there. Okay. You're jumping the gun. You're confusing obedience and rally. No, I remember that they did something online. I don't, I admit, I don't specifically know what it was that they were doing online, but I remember they were doing some type of virtual competition. Well, it's not. At the beginning of the pandemic. So they're not really competitions, and this is where I'm going to switch gears and go into rally. So rally is also known as rally O. Or rally obedience. And that's because it stems from obedience. Mm-hmm. But 
It's like performing tasks in an obstacle course. Okay, yeah. And you have to do, do based on what level you're on, you have to do a, do a spread amount number of signs. Mm-hmm. And there are certain mandatory signs in each class. And it, it gets progressively harder, just like with obedience. Like with it's progressively harder the more you, you advance through. Rally is a thing that I think that a Hamilton could easily get a very base title in. And it is something that I really want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just, just a matter of finding the time, energy, all of that stuff to do it. Uh, you have to train and work for it and all of that. Not, you know, you got to put in that, dedic- that dedication even for a rally novice title I know people say oh it's super easy it's super easy I'm like the people that te- tell me that it's super easy yeah. have hound experience don't live with a hound mm-hmm. and have never actually tried, tried to train a hound to do anything mm-hmm. at all so that's that I'm like okay you guys are working with like Amstaffs and Aussies and you're telling me it's easy? That's fine. You guys actually have breeds that give a shit about you nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. And wants to do stuff for you and wants to please you. Yeah. Hamiltons, they care deeply about their people, which makes them far different than other hounds and other scent hounds that they want to be with their people. But they're still hounds, and they're still of that mentality of like, you want me to say, why? You want me to lay down? Why? <laughs> I can walk with you just fine. That's fine. I'm moving. <laughs> but you want me to lie down? No. Why are you? you why do you want to lay down and walk around you while I'm laying down? Why? <laughs> why? You know, and that's sounds like a petulant child. That's a Hamilton. That's very fair. And it's that sort of mentality sort of menta- that a lot of, you know, I know people who have, who have put rally titles on coonhounds, coonhounds, and it's amazing to see. Yeah. But I, you know, for me to do that is one of those where I'm like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I really, if I want to, like, I do, like, I want to do just sick, like, the Bare novice bones, title. Yeah. I think they could do fine. But the moment you start getting off, off lead things, and one, there's one obstacle here that Rally has Mm -hmm. that I know would be a problem. There is, when you're off lead, when you've gotten to the level where where things are off off lead, there is a sign where they have to avoid an open food bowl with kibble in it. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. And and that. We cannot do that. Now, I know some people are going to be like, "Well, y- you got to do that for CGCA." No shit. <laughs> and I put a CGCA on Alice. Alice's son has a CGCA. You want to know where both times they nearly failed? Right, right there. there. And Alice passed in front of the founder of the Canine Good Citizen Dement. And was the fourth 
ever to get a CGCA. I remember we were first in New York for it. Pound, first FSS, first Hamilton to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know they can do great things. But to ask them to do that in a, in a rally petition, completely off lead, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Because well, Al was all was on let's for that. Face it, all all dogs have their strengths and weaknesses, similar mm-hmm. to how most people do anyway. So, in some areas, areas they help in others, they probably won't. And this is and this isn't to pigeonhole or any one particular breed or another. I mean, if you think, think your dog is the task, by all means, go for it. Recommend for recommend it. to give a shot. You never know unless but, you give a shot. Be realistic about your expectations. That's fair, yeah. You know, I am not... not I, I think that Rolo could easily get an RN title. I, I think Ray get one. Celine, I'd probably want to pull every single one of her hairs out one by one. Ouch. But I think she could, she could do it eventually. Mm-hmm. But the problem, with, the problem with, is she is so performance-driven mm-hmm. that... She wants to be active and active and doing so. The notion of her actually sitting her ass down and, and waiting for me, mm-hmm. and walking on a loose lead, all, all of that, I think that would get on her nerves. Yeah. Whereas, and, and that's a reason why Celine is not my service dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raven is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Raven has that mentality. She's much more patient. Is willing to do things. Mm-hmm. That's why Raven has a CGC. That's why Rolo has a CGC. So it, it, I think both of them could eventually earn their RN titles. Um, and I'm going to, so in terms of rally, yeah, there's novice and all of these are done on lead and 10 to 15 signs. And you can have to do 360 degree turns. You can change pace. Um, there's one sort of thing where it's finish front. Those front, front, I don't understand them. I can't train them very well. I can get them to do it. It's just not, not as can smooth as others. Yeah. Um, for novice, you can talk, clap your hands, pat your legs to encourage, encourage your dog. And it takes three quali- three qualifiers to advance or intermediate. Intermediate is the second level. Yeah, yeah. It's much harder. Yeah, I figured as you progress, it would get more difficult. You can choose to go to either intermediate, intermediate, or advanced. They are still performed on leash in the intermediate level. And not required. Mm-hmm. And at advanced, everything is performed off leash. I figured. And there is a jump involved. But, but there are 12 to 15 signs. Three qualifying scores to earn a title. After that, is excellent. Everything is off lead. Handlers are not allowed to pat their legs or clap their hands to to encourage dogs. Dogs must jump twice. There are 15 to 20 signs. Now, you have to get a minimum. So all of these for a qualifying score. Yeah. What is considered a qualifying score is a 70 or higher. Yeah. And you have to get three qualifying scores. Master is the highest level of rally. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to excellent. All are performed off lead. Mm-hmm. Handlers are not allowed to pat their legs, uh, clap their hands, 
to encourage the dog. Make any noise whatsoever. Dogs must, yeah, dogs must jump once instead of twice. There are 15 to 20 signs to earn a title. Mm -hmm. It takes 10 qualifying qualifying scores. Everywhere else, it was just three qualifying yeah. scores yeah. here at the master level it takes 10 Jeez. and then there is the rally championship i'm not i'm not sure what all needs to be done to be done for rally championship i know some dogs that have done it yeah um so the, the progression of titles goes rally novice which switches on so if you ever see dogs, um, their titles listed and stuff when you're stuff when you're watching dog shows as RN, mm -hmm. they're they're not nurses. They have earned a rally novice rally title. Novice title yeah. Our I is is rally intermediate. Mm -hmm. Our A is rally advanced. Our E is rally excellent. Our M is rally master. Our our AE is rally advanced advanced excellent. Mm -hmm. Our NC is <laughs> not something to do with Republicans. National <laughs> champion. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but our NC is Rally National Champion, and then, then our ACH is Rally Champion. You can have multiple Rally Champion titles. You can have multiple Rally Master titles. You can have multiple Rally Advanced Excellent titles. It is all what you feel that you can do with your dog and what your dog can do. If you think that your dog will be able to behave off lead, then sure. Have fun. Go crazy. Yeah, yeah do it. If you think that on lead is pretty much where you need to be, that's fine with rally. I mean, you can go, uh, you can do intermediate. Yeah. Everything else after intermediate, though, you, is you off know, lead. Yeah, off lead. Um, so that that's there's still stuff that you, you can do with rally. Mm -hmm. If you have one of those breeds where you think, okay, okay, you know, maybe a lot of focus, and and that's what a lot of that's what these two sports with rally and and obedience. It takes a lot of lot of focus. Yeah. Your dog has to be able to focus on you mm -hmm. instead of all the distractions going on. Instead of every everything, yeah, all they, the dogs, every, yeah. all the hullabaloo, all the noise. They need to be able to focus able to focus on you and is asked of them at that that time. Right. Now, what has the AKC done for for rally? That is interesting with COVID. Is they have done the rally rally virtual pilgrim, and extended to December thirty first, twenty twenty one, due to COVID. Yeah. And what that is is you can you can actually record a video of your dog going through the rally novice. You can actually earn earn your rally novice title at home. Nice. Or you can earn even your rally intermediate class title at home. At home. Yeah, virtually. And it all has to do with the fact that you can um, you can actually take the the courses that they prescribe and say, all right, here are the ones that we want to do. Mm -hmm. 
and you can do three of them all at once and then send the money over because it costs money. <laughs> That's most things do. Um, and send them in and send the videos in. Right. And as with every sort of performance event, no treats. Right, yeah. You can encourage them. You can do all of those things. You could probably even mimic that you have food, but as long as your hands are empty, D. As do your pockets. Yep. No bait. Yep. No bait. No bait. Um, it'll be interesting. And I know of a few dogs that have actually gotten a few legs to various different rally titles virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, you either need to have a tripod and support the oh. camera. Right, I got you. Or you need to have have a, a camera cameraman or a camera woman or camera non-binary whatever. A camera person. A camera person. There you go. Who has a very hand. Not my mouth. And is willing to keep their mouth shut throughout the whole thing. Anything. Directed at me in the, in the... It's just the natural inclination of people when they see some when they're watching someone do something. Is they either want they want to explain what's going on, right, or they want to do something. They want to talk. They want to interact. That's natural human inclination. You yeah, can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah, I found out the hard way when you're holding the camera, it picks up your voice more than anything else. And many many years ago, the actual like course descriptions for these virtual titles, mm-hmm. you can actually. That's being picked up on microphone, probably. What? I just I got a hair on my phone. Thank you, Aston. Um, Not my fault. You be quiet. Um, but for these course descriptions, and when they have like what number signs go where and all of that, mm-hmm. they t- tell you where the start is, where the finish is, and where to put the camera. Yeah. So they kind of leave the. Distances up to you on how far apart you need right, them to yeah, be. Yeah. Um, like especially, there's a figure of eight and and a six cone weave or something along those lines, and you just have to be mindful of your dog, your dog, and what is comfortable for you, comfortable for you, dog. Right. When doing that, and I would also advise doing it in a place that does doesn't have. A lot of distractions mm-hmm. on the ground, yeah. um, because it's not like you're at a rally rally trial. There's the natural energy and everything is kind of amped, is kind of amped up in a dog show environment or something along those lines. You're gonna have to figure out what environment suits you and your right, dog right. dog best. Virtual programs, and I know just from personal experience mm-hmm. when we tried it here. Raven Raven said, I'm not doing any of it because she's in her backyard. Yeah. Rolo, on the other hand, was like, all right, I'm fine. I don't I don't mind doing it. Mm-hmm. But he was also very, very, very distracted because it was it his, uh, his own backyard. But I think if we were to move it to, like, a local park or something like that, we would still have to be mindful of other people well, and not to interrupt. Well, Technically, the... Or we could do it in our front yard. Or mom and dad's. 
mm-hmm. and my parents because they have a pretty wide expanse of yard. Yeah. That's not fenced in, and the only people there are my family. So. Yeah. So I mean, that's one. It's one of those things. Yeah. Where you have to just. It's all about your own experience and your own dogs and things of that nature. Yeah. That's what it's all about. But yeah. When it comes to these sort of sports, like with with rally and obedience, the main thing is to have fun with have fun with your dog. Absolutely. Don't take things too seriously. I know no things can get frustrating. That's the worst thing you can you can do. Right. Uh, speaking from experience. Um, they can sense your energy. Yep, they really can. And the main thing is, if your dog is not enjoying it. That's fine. Maybe this isn't for them. Yeah. Maybe rally isn't for them. Don't force them into doing something that they don't want, they don't want to do. Find right. some other outlet. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's not. Maybe agility would be fun. Maybe try farm dog or barn hunt or yeah, dock diving, dock diving or whatever or whatever. Yeah. yeah, there are many, many, many other outlets, and I think and that's the whole point of this whole series of raw tidbits that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Doing is. Yeah. Showing the wide diversity of just all that you can do with your dogs. And we've still got a few more um, coming down the pike in terms of um, various different sports. Um, I'm going to be a a complete novice. Fair warning when we talk about agility. I've tried it. My feet said no. See, this goes right back to what we just said. It all depends on your own circumstances, mm-hmm. your own experience, as well as those of your dog. Yep. And so, as we always say on the episode, do your homework. Mark. Yep. Do your Search. Work. Look into it. Find mm-hmm. out what works best for you. And try things. There's no harm in trying. Mm-hmm. If you... And based on your locality with COVID and all of that stuff, maybe there are certain classes that you may, you may be able to test out and call your local training facility and say, hey, are you guys offering any like intro, like intro classes or obedience competition classes? Because that is one thing you're going to have to clarify. Mm. If you want to obedience, competence, competence, you have to clarify it with these training places because the general population, mm-hmm. like, oh, I, oh, I need to do obedience training with my dog. Yeah. What they mean in 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 speak mm-hmm. is they they need a man class basically yeah. If you know that your dog does not need a manners a manners class that you have done that, mm-hmm. and then that you're ready to move to the next level, right? And want to try some competition stuff, then you need to be very clear and upfront with whoever with whoever you're with and saying I am ready to try some competition level obedience. Yeah, and. There's no why I say that because what their focus then is going to change from crate training and choice games and basic leash work mm-hmm. to refining your heel command to making sure that you're performing the exercises as prescribed for these competitions to get you as ready for the competitions as possible. Right. Same thing for rally. Rally is going to be, going to be one of those where. You can try an intro, see if it works, see what takes, see what doesn't take. Um, for me, I tried a rally intro class. Yeah. I personally hated it. Yeah. 
I hated the way that they were teaching it because it was very much focused on a specific type of training style that just doesn't work on Hamilton's. Yeah, no. It was very much, oh, we're not going to give treats until the end of the exercise. No, no. (laughs) Hamilton's, you need to bribe. Most challenge, you need to bribe. Mm -hmm. And then you can branch away way after they've learned what they need to do. Then you can say, okay, after that, then we can give a tr- treat. But you got to start somewhere, and that's how Hamilton, how Hamilton brains, how most town brains work. Right. And also, they were trying to kind of force... They were trying to force Alice into a position that wasn't very comfortable for her. For her. Right. And those, those of you that know Alice, that ain't going to fly. No. And, she was uncomfortable, she let you know. Well, and so with some of these things it's focusing on the heel and they wanted a very strong heel with head head turned up side side and i'm like like she's got a perfect heel right now Mm -hmm. granted her head's not going to be tilting up it's never going to be and i don't want it to be why because at the time at the time she was a show dog yeah that was never gonna happen and they wanted me to start training her where I was walking her and telling her to heal and do exercises up against the side of a wall and force her up against the side of a wall so that she did these things right in my heel spot. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, let me do things the way that I know how to do them so that they don't fuck up my show dog. Yeah, I can see how that could be. And one thing, and this is somewhat off topic, but um, take reasonable precautions if you're going out. Yes, please. Um... We want everybody to stay safe. Um, I when I go out, I still wear a mask. Everybody, look, with the Delta variant right now, even if your your town, city, whatever government isn't ordering a mask mandate, mask the fuck up. It's not only a means of protecting yourself, but those those around you. Even mm-hmm. before um, the pandemic in Japan and other type of type of nation, you had a cold. You masked up. Yeah. It was so that you didn't potentially infect other people. Yeah. It's basically protecting yourself and staying safe out there. Say, if you do go to one of these particular locations, if you want to wear a mask, good. I, I applaud you for you for doing it. If you want to wear a mask, eh, on your head be it. Head be it. So you and, do you, basically, is my point. But all, uh, all the same, take reasonable precautions that you feel yeah. are, are necessary. And... If you haven't been able to tell by now, my Michael and I are both seen. Mm, yeah, yeah, we both got the J and J, I believe. Yes, please, 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 please. When we say safe, have fun. That is what we mean. Yeah. You need to stay safe for your dog. Right. Meaning, I know that there, know that there is off going around right now. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yes. No ribbon is worth a dog's dog's death. Yeah, no. And people say, oh, well, it's just kennel cough. That's fine. Tell that to the brachiocephalic donors. Right, yeah. Where they have some soft palate issues and breathing issues already. Mm-hmm. Tell that to people that have seen your dogs. Mm-hmm. Where the young dogs may not show any symptoms and just be carriers and can actually kill your senior dogs because they get pneumonia. Yeah. It happens. So, so again, just take 
reasonable precautions. Please. That I mean, that is all I ask for you guys. We ask. And we ask is just be safe. Don't be stupid. Don't be that person. <laughs> Please don't be that person. And... I'm really trying to be diplomatic in here, and you're not being diplomatic. No, I'm not. Well, not only have there been cases of kennel cough that have come out because of shows and people being stupid and being like, oh, it's just a cough. Mm -hmm. No, motherfuckers. (laughs) And and then people, well, why don't you vaccinate your dog? Most Most of the kennel cough, you cannot control it. With just a vaccine, because the border has the border testing only covers a very small subset mm-hmm. of the fifty plus strains of the virus that causes kennel cough. Right. So there could there could be a different out there that is not being being protected by the vaccines. Mm-hmm. So if your dog is if your dog is coughing, pull their entries, please. Right, yeah. It is the best thing to do as a competitor. Editor, mm-hmm. if you notice that they are coughing and then they have been around strange dogs, isolate. Isolate. Pull your entries. Don't go to any place that has dogs. Mm-hmm. Don't go to anybody else's house where they may have dogs. Right. You isolate. other dogs. Yeah. And there's a very good reason why I say this. We do not want to have another situation like a few years ago where there was the canine influenza outbreak. Oh, I remember that. And it was awful. It was absolutely awful. Mm -hmm. We don't need it. Okay? Not again. So be smart. Be Be safe. Be safe. And also, please, for the love of Fuck, get vaccinated, wear a mask. Because <laughs> guess what? The Delta variant is out there. Yes, it is. And another thing, another thing. There have been confirmed cases of COVID from, from people who have been at shows. Yeah. Professional handlers who have been exposed to COVID mm-hmm. that, that have had to take two weeks off weeks off only source of income to isolate because of everybody else's foolishness foolishness yeah they they basically got exposed and now they're paying the price for it and it's a hard price to pay especially considering like ashley said that's how they make their money yeah you have to be mindful we're all in this shit together the whole point and purpose of this podcast is to educate everybody about dogs, dog sports, having fun. But please, be respectful. Hmm. Be empathetic. Yeah. Be, yeah. be decent. If you are not empathetic, you don't need to have a dog. <laughs> please. That, that's just how it is. If you If you do not have the time and wherewithal... To think outside of yourself mm-hmm. and the harm that you could do to your dog, to others' dogs, to others in general, then don't go to dog shows. Don't get involved in it. Yeah, no. It's selfish. This is not for you. Basically. This is not for you. Yeah. 
We are going, the whole point of this podcast is under the assumption that everybody that listens to us are really great and good people. We'd like to think so. Pretty please. Yeah. We, we, you know, that's all we ask is be decent people. And Don't those, be a dick. And those decent, nice people, go hug your dog. Yes, please go hug your dog. <laughs> They, they love, love you. you. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, oh, all please, that crap. Please yeah. do. It um, helps. Um, helps. Twitter at about a dog one. Instagram about a dog pod. Email about a dog pod at gmail.com.com. Any media dear. Uh, Facebook at about a dog pod. Mm. Um, yeah. Email us, us, messages, all that stuff. Words of encouragement. encouragement. Please be kind. Yeah, it's chaos out there. Be kind. Yes, chaos. Be kind. Um, that's not ours. No, no. Not we, ours. Heard, we heard it once, and we and love it. Yeah, that's all the best we can do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say it again. Go hug your dog. They love you. They love you. <laughs>